guys welcome to bears country productions i am very excited right now because um we have a brand new show coming out right now with chris watts and jason uk bears you know him from chat you know chris watts of course i am very excited uh to announce the british bears coming up here but guys we want to let you know that we are sponsored by bet us so please if you uh like to go to betting apps check out bet us every sports better's favorite sports book they have a bunch of great perks as well as a additional exceptional service use the use that link it's also the link in the description of the channel and place your sports with your sports bets with bet us i'll get that down one of these days i'm really excited to uh get this british bears show started with chris watts and jason uk so let's kick this off Dance, Chris. I know PJ is going to watch. So PJ, that's for you. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to. I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to see like who's going to do a dance first. Are we going to play chicken? <laughs> <laughs> I blinked. It's but anyway, <laughs> anyway, welcome one and all to the uh, the British Bear Show, and uh, yeah, this has been a bit of a sort of idea of mine for a while. And luckily, I came over my co-host Jason on, on the BCB channel, and he is a man straight after my own heart. We're, we're the same age and everything, uh, and we both got into the Bears at the same time uh, in the eighties. So uh, I thought I've got to give this man a, man a try and see if he likes to do a show. And, and the idea of the show really is, it's just like to give you a bit of a an international feel really about the NFL and the Bears. Uh, in the long run, what, what I'd like to do is actually get you know people on from Britain onto the show as guests uh, to talk about the Bears, uh, especially sort of people who got into the Bears in the 80s, really. Like to me, that's still like the heydays NFL in our country. Uh, so if anybody out there who's who's from Britain uh, who'd like to go on the show and talk talk about the Bears, then uh, we'll, you know we'll give you the details of the show. You get in contact with us. Uh, and he could be a guest guest of the show. We could talk some bears with you. So, without ado, how are you doing, Jason? How, how are you today? And uh, bear down, mate, for the first show. Bear down, brother. First show. Let's kick it off. Yeah, I'm well. I'm after Sunday. I'm in a pretty good mood. Uh, two wins in a <laughs> row, first time in two years. Jeez, we needed that. But uh, yeah, delighted with that performance and the result. So yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. How about you? Uh, absolutely. I'm doing great, man. I'm exactly the same. It feels weird, doesn't it? Two games yeah. in a row that we've nice. actually won. I mean, like, 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 it's like you just stayed. It's been such a long time, and and us as well. It was against a quality opposition as well. 
which is really yeah. good because obviously they, the teams we've sort of beaten through the season have been sort of, you know, some of the lower sort of teams in the NFL. So it's great to sort of beat a team what was what sort of playoff bound and who, who was top of our division. And it's always great to beat a divisional rival, especially like the Lions, because they were getting a little bit like this for me, yeah. especially their yeah. fans. Uh, so, yeah, it was a good victory. So, what we'll do is we'll sort of we'll dive into the game. But first of all, I remember on Sunday, Jason, that you were really, really impressed by the defence. So, yeah. what, what, what were the sort of certain aspects of the defence that really excited you? Were there any sort of particular players that sort of, you know, really got you excited? And, you know, go ahead and, and, and tell me what you think, mate. One that stood out straight away for me, Early on, and that stayed with me. Was that on that when Detroit had a third and ten, and we brought a blitz? It's yeah. like proper aggressive. Gonna not gonna let them just stand. Let Goff stand there in the pocket and pick someone out. Um, mm-hmm. So actual pressure. And throughout the game, actually, I thought we were we were getting more pressure with just sending four than normal. And we, we have to mention it at some point. We all know we all know who this is to do with. It's you know Montez Sweat, isn't it? What a difference maker. Um, so wow. we now know we can get pressure up front. With without sending everyone, so yeah, that was the big difference for me. But I love I love that play call. Mm-hmm. Um, that this is we're we're Bears fans from the eighties. We love defensive football. We love you know big oh, yeah. hitting, smash mouth football. We're going to go after you. It wasn't quite a forty six, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but I think that those days have passed. <laughs> it was great to see them actually on that play. We're going to go after you. We're not going to let you just. We're not going to sit and try and maybe let you get six or seven because then you you miss a tackle and they're gone. So I really loved that. Yeah. That stuck out to me. Early days, third and ten, we're going to go after Goff, and they did. Um, there was all the talk about him not yeah. liking the cold. I'm not sure about that. Um, but, yeah, and yeah, as you opened not. there, something really important was that we were getting a lot of grief because the games that we won were against so-called, yeah, like not teams that have not got winning records. But, you know, Detroit um, mm. are up there. They're, um, they're doing well. They're having a great season. Uh, mm-hmm. And they were top of the league, top of our division for a reason, and they're being talked about in the in the sort of top four of the NFC kind of way, aren't they? So that was a big test, and mm-hmm. we, we saw how good we can play. And that's yeah, that three weeks ago, man, that one in their house, we should have won that game. Um, so we know oh. how we can play, but we haven't got the results, and that's that's what shuts people up when they start saying, "Well, you haven't played anyone really good, yeah. or you haven't you know beaten anyone really good." But we. That was a dominant yeah. start to finish, you know, and yeah, I'm delighted with that performance, both on offense and defense. Really aggressive uh, on the front foot, taking a game to them. So yeah, hopefully this is going to kick off a bit of momentum, a bit of a roll, and some belief in what we can do. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I completely agree with what you said there, Jason. I mean, as well, I think with sweat, it's opened up. Uh, Jalen Johnson, he's you know, he's getting his interceptions now, and I think that's a lot of due with the, with the front four getting more pressure. Uh, yeah. I completely agree about Eberflis is definitely sending more pressure packet, uh, packages out to get to the quarterback, especially somebody like Goff, who's quite a statue in the pocket. You know, he's, he's not going to run around. He's not adjusting fields. So if you can get pressure at the middle, you got a good chance of, you know, sacking him before he can get the ball out. And I think as well, I think regarding the defence, I think it was Eberflis completely outcoached the, the Detroit uh, coaches. Yeah. I really yeah. do. I mean, everybody's sort of really, really bigging up Detroit's offensive coordinator, Johnson, uh, Ben Johnson. And I and I really think that Eberfluss really, really outcoached him and their head coach, Dan Campbell, as well. Absolutely. Yeah, he's, he's an emotional guy. He's getting talked about in, in good ways, Dan Campbell. 
Um, and I think I'm, I'm sorry, I can't remember which show I saw it on. Might be one of the NBC shows, but they were talking about that kind of you can you can fire people up like that kind of. We've all seen it in other sports where a, a new a new coach mm. comes in and can get people really fired up with some great you know emotional speeches. But you've still got to be tactically aware. You've got to be you know smart in the way you play. So and I do think he's a good coach. Mm. Um, but I, yeah, I agree, especially about Ben. You know Ben Johnson. We were talking about him. People have mentioned him as the next potential head coach for the Bears. Um, yeah, we can. I think we're going to talk about coaching the potential, you know, coaching changes or not yeah. or whatever later. So, um, yeah, I agree totally. Great tactical decisions from mm. uh, from our play callers mostly. Yeah. And I t I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, uh, which which unit I actually thought had a really good game with the linebackers as well because oh. in the first game when we played about Detroit, a lot of their players are sort of like you know like the inter intermediate passes in the middle and sort of getting the ball out to the running backs. And I think uh, I think Edmonds really stepped up. You know, he made some really good tackles. Really yep. sort of controlled that centre of the field, uh, so they couldn't really get any sort of little passes off. Uh, T.J. Edwards is just a tackling machine, man. You know, I think really, yeah, I think he's been one of the best sort of players we brought in last. You know, for this season, uh, I think he's been absolutely phenomenal. His tackling rate, his his has, you know, his hustle to the ball carrier. Is you know, he's got a non-stop engine. And obviously, we can't forget the 17 tackles by Brisker. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but a quick, I'm just going to go quick shout out to Brewhaw7 there in the chat. He's, uh, he's chicken, ticking him off. Uh, he's, thanks for joining us. Uh, win a division game in December, tick, times two. Beat a team with a winning record, tick. Win the turnover ratio, tick. You know, it's exactly. We are, you know, I'm not going to start talking the P word just yet. Because you just got to win one game at a time. <laughs> the, the, the players have mentioned it, and yeah. you know it's, that's all you can do is win your next game. Uh, and we knew it was going to be a test. Yeah. Obviously, Detroit, you know, was the be to me. It was the that was the hump game. If we're going to the playoffs, you're right, shortly the playoffs are still possible. And this is why I kind of who mm. again we were speaking in the chat. This is why we love sport because you know it would be a miracle for us to be start zero and four. What are the chances? I think I've re read this again early season. Like, it's something like. It's something ridiculously low percentage chance of getting to the playoffs if you start over like, Yeah, I, yeah, I think literally it's like one team's done it in so many, yeah. so many years. Exactly. Um, so like you know, it's like a bit of a, it's like a bit of a, diff, a death nail to your to your season if you don't you know if you lose four of them first games. And I think as well, I think really got to give credit to Iberflus, uh for the for you know for the change of the defense and the performance. You know, I think he's had to sort of change his sort of philosophy as well because, you know, obviously that defence, they try to get the pressure of the front four. And I think he's realised that, man, I need, to, I need to get the linebackers involved, you know, yeah. and, and get that added pressure. And with our defensive backs as well playing so well, then, you know, that's why Jalen Johnson started to pick up all these interceptions because we get the pressure now. And like yeah. you said, with, with the inclusion of sweat, um, you know, it's it's a really exciting defense to, to watch. I mean, the only sort of guy which I mean, it continually disappoints me is Eddie Jackson. I mean, that that first mm. touchdown by Detroit. I mean, I know when you wear the helmet, you do lose a little bit of your peripheral yeah. vision. But I mean, that one absolutely pathetic. Man, the fuck up, mate. You know what I mean? Don't just do like a little what arm? What the fuck? What am I doing? Uh, but I, I do feel like his days are pretty pretty numbered at, um, at, in Chicago. I think, you know, his age and he, I don't know if he's coming up for like a new contract. 
But uh, I can't I can't see the Bears sticking with the guy next year. I think it's due to fitness issues as well. I think that's been the problem is he's missing time. Yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, it's a tough one because I, I really like EJ. He's, he's great. You know, he's been, he was part of that oh, 2018 really? team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, I, it's, uh, but it's, yes, I, I did think when they got that touchdown, and I will correct you, you said their first touchdown, it was their only touchdown. Um, it was, they, sorry, mate. I just, sorry. Hello, sorry. <laughs> you know me, Stato. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's, it's. Um, I, I thought when it when they run it in, I just thought could he have been a bit more aggressive? Because there's no point hitting him when he's crossed the oh. you know crossed the goal line. You may as well just make the effort to get a chance of him. He might juke you. He might you know he might spin or whatever. But you've got to give yourself a chance to get him before he breaks the plane. And I don't think he did. But mm. yeah, I think his, his health issues with his foot. Um, I'm not sure how they have been going. But I mean, he's been okay, and he's the kind of the leader of that defense. But mm. I think. As teams move on, they progress, and we got you know we're building a young team, and he's he is at the back end of that mm. career, and I think I think we can leave leave if we get rid of him this year, depending on the timing. I think we can save quite a lot of money on cap space. Um, so yeah. I bet they, we, if we do, then we definitely need two safeties in the draft or free agency because um, we've only really got Elijah Hicks. I think there's another guy, isn't there? What's the guy? I can't remember the fourth one, um, but I, we would. I yeah, we would, but we would need another one, another one. So. Um, Yes, yeah, that's one of those decisions. I think you're right. He's definitely a candidate for uh, being cut at the end of the season, mm. along with Whitehair, obviously, um, for the salary yeah, saving. Yeah. And he's not been great the last year or two, has he? Um, yeah. yeah so I, yeah, I thought he could have done better with that. That, um, but uh, the rest of our secondary. Yeah. I think I messaged you on Sunday, didn't I? Our defence is legit now. You know, yeah. with um, it changed oh, yeah, mate. a couple of ways it changed. There was that getting that filled snow in again. It's hard to know exactly which bits have changed it. All you know, mm. this has all happened at the same time. So, you know, they've got this Phil Snow guy and this advisor to help their defence to, to, you know, sort of scout the teams and give them some advice. Uh, obviously, the Alan Williams thing, whatever, we'll never know what happened there, but whatever he was calling, I don't think it really worked. And that's why it took some time to adjust for their, you know, the def- defensive uh, unit to start playing to the way Iberflus wanted it and for the him, him to now call the plays. But also, f- fitness, um, which I'll go back, if I might, I'll mention it now, actually. He was talking about the fitness of the team because we've had a lot of injuries with some of the guys. Edmonds has hit form. That was his best game, I think, as a bear on Sunday. Jermaine. And if him if him and Edwards and then Sanborn, who I love, when we, after we picked him up last season, um, if that's probably one of the best linebacking groups in the, in the NFL. So you weren't going to get many better than that. Yeah. Uh, but our secondary is is super high quality. I say with a, perhaps a question mark over Jackson. Um but the, all the units are being built together and they, they work together. It's the pressure up front, which makes the job easy for the secondary, vice versa. If they're getting good coverage, then they've got more yeah. time to get home. So we know they have to work together. Um, and with the, the fitness and the change in the sort of court play calling um, and with maybe this advice from, from Phil Snow, then it's, it's, it's the, you can see it's trending upwards massively, uh, especially our run defense was appalling last year and then started this year. And now we're like we're second, I think, or we're in the top of the league, very near the top. Yeah. in run defense and yeah that's really coming together and it, and it feels it feels more like a normal chicago bears team doesn't it with uh having a strong defense yeah and, but unfortunately having a bit of a struggling offense as well but yeah. like having that great defense they always say defense is winning championships because they're always going to keep in the game and that's definitely what our defense has done over the last month like you know going back totally. to like the, the first detroit game where we got all them turnovers you know if the mm. offense of the Made made the most of the opportunities. Then we would have we would have won that game maybe by a couple of scores. Definitely. So uh, the defense is looking great. Kyler Gordon, he's actually I think he's a man on a mission. 
he's yeah. improved so much. His physicality, yeah. especially like for a cornerback in the in the run game, a lot of cornerbacks, you know, they're not they're not always wanting to be the most physical when it comes to tackling running backs or whatever. But he's really sort of sticking his shoulder in and and getting the results. And uh, Jalen Johnson, mate, every, I mean, yeah. he's thinking now, oh, pay me, pay me, baby, because he's proving that I am one of the top ten. Uh, cornerbacks of the league, maybe. Uh, yeah. And I really hope the Bears keep holding because I, I do. really don't, you know, obviously over the last, uh, yeah, and obviously the last couple of years, you know, we let a lot of big sort of star players go from the defense like Mack and, and Smith. And, you know, I, I think really you've got to get to the point where you've got to start keeping these elite players because, you, you know, that's what, you, that's what you want the team to be. Yeah. So you've got to do that. So I, I'm really hoping the Bears can... Uh, Work out, a, you know, a decent contract for the guy because he's—I think he's like 24 as well. So I think he's like, you know, he's got plenty of years left left in the tank, and uh, yes. it must be so good to get Kyler Gordon sort of partnered up with him for you know a few years and uh, and see how it goes. So yeah, I mean, that, I think we covered the defense quite nicely. So let's go on to the big subject, Mr. <laughs> Justin Fields. Oh. Like, like we know. I know people say that winning's not a quarterback stat, but I find that statement nonsense because all we do is talk about quarterbacks. So to me, that that, that sort of saying never makes much sense to me. But how, your, how was your impression of Justin Fields on Sunday? What what were the things what, what you really liked? So what are the things that you saw and you thought he still needs to tidy that up or, or might be something what he's never going to be able to sort of really get a lead at? There was a couple of times where he did hang on to the ball a little bit too long, but I think he's definitely speed, sped that up since he's been back. Um, and he did mention, didn't he, I think he said he was going to try and take some, as you would, you know, as a young guy that wants to learn and be the best at what he does, you'd learn from some of the stuff you saw from Tyson Bajan, um, which is, you know, about the release, about the footwork, about it. But it, so he did, I think, and one of them he did, I think he did straight away, wasn't he? He was hitting his chest going, that was on me, that was on me, that sack. He yeah. held on to it too long, just the one. But the big difference for me was he didn't turn the ball over. So, and we know that's an issue because we've said before it's not it's not a finished article. Um, but yeah, he was he was he would seem to be going through his progressions better, I thought. Um, and he's just he's just I don't know he just seemed to run the game better. I don't know maybe it's just me, but, mm-hmm. but I think it's just his his ability to escape um, is why. And again, we have these discussions all the time. You know, the fan base is so split, but I think you keep him because uh, I, I I saw um. I saw a, a little piece on NBC Sports earlier where they compared the last 17 games and they put him up, his stats for the last 17 games against Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and what's the Jacksonville guy who got drafted with him? Uh, <sighs> Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, that's it. Uh, and the, the stats were alarmingly similar. Uh, in, in fact, uh, his QB rating for the last seven games was one point better than Joe Burrow and two below J- uh, Justin Herbert. Wow. And the p- completion percentage was oh, roughly wow. the same, 62 to 66%. Yeah, exactly. He, was, he had a 1,000 yards less roughly than all of them uh, passing, but none of them had 1,200 rushing yards and eight touchdowns on their feet. So we don't That's need... People look about fran- talk about franchise quarterbacks and they seem to want to have a, a, a Tom Brady... Or you know a Joe Burrow or a Mahomes or a someone who they, they've got these molds. He's got too much talent, and this is what worries me the most. Is we I, I don't think we should get rid of him because we have not. How could, we can't look ourselves in the in the mirror and say we have done every single thing we can to make him successful? Because the first two years of his mm. career, oh, 
I don't know if hopefully Shorty's not going to play that damn clip, but yeah, the coach, the head coach. <laughs> and this is like this it's is why some people talking about a revenge game. Don't say the n words. Yeah, not Nagy. Oh no, I did it. But yeah, he, he was putting it against the defense. <laughs> I'm not even going to get into that. That's I have zero thought. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, man. But yeah, so he he was putting him in an empty set when he was getting battered. You know, it's like the guys sent him out to get crucified. So that was a, like a lost year to me for Fields with the O-line that we had, mm. with the talent, you know, on, on a team that we tore down the following year. Like you said, it got rid of all the talent to try and clear space on the, in the cap. Um, so we haven't seen the best of him. And I think the talents you have, he mm. has with a smart offense, and you know, with some talent, which we are now seeing. Again, another another stat, I love a few stats, mm. which you can pick out for, you know, for whatever, I guess, for any reason. But you, the thing is, you have to put them all together as a whole. The, for the again on the on the TV segment, they listed all the quarterbacks and their number one receiver. They went through Mahomes, they went through the, the Dolphins, they went through all these, you know, and they and they gave them the QBR one plus two. So Fields to Moore this season has got the highest quarterback rating of any any team, any between any combination like Mahomes and Kelsey um, to you know for, to uh, to Tyreek Hill for the Dolphins. Any of those combinations, the number one receiver. That quarterback to them, he's got 146 passer rating for this season. So we've got a number one receiver for sure. That's like that's such a brilliant trade. Um, and to the, the, the team he chose, which means we're now going to get the first pick pretty much guaranteed almost. But um, and now to go back to, to Bruhar's comment, Bruhar, sorry, Bruhar seven about Foreman. This is one I think is going under the radar. People are talking about um, who to sign next season. Um, with you know, mm-hmm. Mooney and a couple of others that you know, Tevin Jenkins, I'd like to see him extended ASAP. Um, is oh, I Foreman? I wanted, I wanted to come back, I want Foreman back as well. He's he, he was, you know, look at what he did at Carolina last year after McCaffrey left. He would have he played nine, he got 900 yards yeah. in nine games, and he's on course for a massive season. And we know how he runs here. And we've oh, got okay. these three great backs. And if we can get team friendly deals to keep those, those three because they've all had time out injured this year. So you need you need that depth, and if we're going to be a heavy run offense, which is I like it, it works, and we're doing well, then we need players that can do it because we don't want to be like well, like it was. But how was it four weeks ago where we had no running backs in the game because they're all out injured? So I mean, regarding 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 Foreman, I mean, I, you know, I'm running back into the position I played, and obviously I got I got to see him play live when I, when I went to Chicago, both for, you know for the Vikings and the Raiders game. That man yeah. brings it. He brings it, man. It, yeah. He'll lower his shoulder and he'll and he'll and he'll give out the damage to, to, to the tackler. But also yeah. as well is he's also got good good lateral movement, so he, he can slice up Benista. And I like that combination of strength and, and a bit of you know a bit of ability to sidestep some guy. I mean, I think really uh, the rookie Roshan, I like him. He runs very upright. He could do a bit of work on, on like his lateral movements. And Herbert, you know, is just a really good, nice change of speed. So like, like yeah. you said, Jason, I think we've got like a, a nice makeup of the running back room, really. But yeah, I'd, I'd love to see them side form. And I think uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't understand why they weren't playing him earlier in the season when he were a, a healthy stretch yeah. about the first four or five games. Yeah. I just, I just couldn't yeah. get my head around it because like you, like you said, he had such a good season last year at Carolina. And he's, I mean, when he's seeming in the flesh, man, he's like, he is a big guy, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's one, he's, one of these, he's one of these running backs where 
he's a bit like a like a Derek everywhere. Once you get him going, he's just going to wear down that defense, you know, throughout the game. So um, yeah, he's definitely a player I'd like to see. So what what did you think about the offensive line play? Because I thought the offensive line played really well, especially the first Bears um, touchdown where we had that tricky play where you know, and you could see the lineman pulling out. I thought that was absolutely amazing. You know, Patrick Ronnie's man, Trevor Denkins Ronnie's man. Um, so, what, what were your thoughts about the overall uh, offensive line play? Uh, pretty good. Yeah, Davis got beat a couple of times, um, but no, that's this yeah. is again. This I think this is also coincided with our improvement is getting that O line healthy because um, we ha they hadn't been seen yeah. together. All they hadn't played a single snap until about three weeks ago, was it? Like for the whole, um, the whole mm -hmm. for the whole season. So we were missing that, and because we, we it's so important. I mean, we you know. It's, I think it's a bit of a truism that the game is won and lost in the trenches. So the, the, the difference we've made now is we sweat on the defensive line and getting our, our first choice O-line healthy. And that's where we're a different team. So, yeah, I, I like the way they play. Um, mm. I mentioned him already, Tevin. Yeah, I love Tevin Jenkins. He's a Chicago player, isn't he? He's, we need to keep him here for his career <laughs> and watch him go in the Hall of Fame. So, yeah, get him there right as well. I love those linemen that are, uh, Ryan Poles calls them tone setters, doesn't he? And they are. It's, this is Chicago. Yeah. We're going to smash you in the mouth, pancake yeah. you and drive you into the dirt and then come around and do it again. Oh, and that's yeah. what we love. So, yeah, the yeah. O-line played really well. Oh, and that's, yeah, I noticed that too. The furthest man wide out was Braxton yeah. Jones laying out the safety. So, yeah, yeah. good man. Um, yeah. So, he, yeah, he I was mean, out I there. Mean, I mean, I'm sort of... Go ahead, mate. So, sorry, Jason. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I mean, Braxton Jones, I thought, I, I think he's... Uh... I know a lot of people sort of thinking, oh well, maybe the Bears should draft a left tackle in the in the draft. But I, I think the guy, I think the guy's worked his ass off compared to last year when he wore, um, you know, he was suffering from bull rushes. You know what I mean with his lower body yeah. strength and you know, listening to sort of the experts like Greg Gabriel on on the Barrel Network. You know, he, he's saying this guy's got it. This guy's got it, and you can tell he's put the work in. He's strengthened up his core, his legs. So he can get that bull rush anymore. But the, like, it's like you mentioned, Jason. He's like, he's so good in open space and finding them defensive backs. He's got such yeah. great feet and athletic ability that he can get out on a pull. You know what I mean? I mean, I suppose, regarding the, the offensive line, I suppose the only sort of position where there's a little bit of humming and hiring is the centre position with Patrick. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, there's been quite yeah. a lot of games and I've seen him snap a ball and he's been absolutely knocked off his feet practically back into the quarterback. Uh, yeah. So I, th I think we could improve, improve you know, on the centre position from a long run. But yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm so happy that the, the line has managed to have a bit of time together. You know, Nate Davis did play for quite a while at the start. And you can sort of like tell, Jason, like you mentioned, like the start of gel a bit now as a unit because that's what you got, you know, especially that them positions, you've got to practice inside and out, uh, regard, you know, Inside and out, so you know where your fellow lineman's going to be. So play, yeah, that, that, yeah. that, 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 that's my. Here we go, guys. They're showing it. They put it. Let's put it on. You can see that. This. Watch this. Watch those line. There goes Jones. Look at him out wide. Uh, Roshan Johnson there did a great block, sealing the edge as well on this one. Yeah. Um, so he, he Johnson did an ESA. He sealed that edge. Patrick and Jones went outside, and yeah, no chance. What a great play. This I loved this. This is again the one that stuck out. Like you said about the. The things that we noticed, he said about defense first, but this a trick play. Geez, you know, like finally, we don't just run and flip and dive up the middle, you know, three times mm. and then a screen. It's like 
this is what we've been crying out for. I was yeah. I loving this first drive down the down the field and then just nail that. Absolutely brilliant. So yeah, a bit of creativity, a bit of you know something different. This oh, is what we want. This is what we need to see. And we've got the guys with such athleticism and talent to be able to yeah. to make this work. So, you know, and this is what I think is getting better at as well. Field is a bit more a presence yeah, of yeah. Like, awareness. This was around. the play before, Sarah. I rewound it a little bit too far, so I'm just going to replay the yeah. same play. I mean, um, I mean, I think as well. I think. Uh, I think I think uh, Sunday's game was probably the best game that gets it called as well. Um, For sure. You know, yeah. there were, were, were more of a vertical game, less of the horizontal, less screen passes, thank God, which never, you know, especially the bubble screen passes to the, the wide receivers, which you just kept attempting over the last two seasons and it's never really worked out. And um, yeah. I think really, yeah, I mean, that play was just a, a play of beauty, wasn't it? And, but the only one Absolutely. I have gets well, I have quite a few worries about gets there. But the, the one <laughs> thing I do notice is once these come off the script, what I have noticed that once they come off them scripted players, like they usually have about fifteen players scripted, then yeah. they usually sort of fall back a bit, and then, and then they have to like readjust, like you know, after a couple of drives. So I'd like to keep, you know, I'd like it to keep it at that really high level, like they do on on the original scripted plays, and keep the momentum going. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think now what else we talk about again. I mean, <laughs> well, I think really, regarding the coach, I think the coach, our coaches, completely outcoach their their guys. I mean, I think I think Dan Campbell were a bit arrogant at first, so they they went for like a like a really long fourth and ten or something or something like that against our yeah. deal. We shut them down. Uh, but obviously, but what we have forgot to mention is. The four and thirteen play for the Bears when the, oh. when the Lions jumped offside and ping it, that yeah. was the DJ Moore. I mean that were a that was a sign of football intelligence by Fields and also the rest of the guys as well. And it was such a nice pass and it was such like a it was like a bit of an Aaron Rodgers sort of thing. You know, Aaron Rodgers was it's always been great of like getting guys to jump offside and then having that free play and it's sort of like it was so nice to see the Bears do for the change, you know what I mean? And and to result in a touchdown as well. So uh, that, that play really sort of got me excited because it showed a lot of football intellect with the guys on the field. And, and obviously it must be something what, you know, they must have, uh, you know, they must, they must have gone through in practice as well. So, uh, yeah, that, that, that was awesome, that play. And, uh, yeah, so, but, so let's talk about, let's talk about the uh, next opponents, which is the Cleveland Browns. Swifty in the house. Sorry, mate, uh, to interrupt you. Hey, Swift. Good to see you, yeah, man. All right, Swifty, mate. Uh, so, so what are your feelings about the uh, upcoming game against the Browns? Oh, I, a part of me thinks it might be a good time to play them. Uh, Joe Flacco, obviously there was a bit of there was some smirking when he uh, suddenly was signed. And I think Coach, uh, uh, he said before, he thought he was coaching, but they've got him. And to, to be fair... He's now he has he's had two since he's come back he's had two 250 yard games with two touchdowns passing which is one more than Deshaun Watson's had all season so and they're pretty banged up they got you know uh, they they got quite a lot yeah. of injuries especially lost a third tackle didn't they um, to another season ender this this year so Conklin's out um, Dewan Jones has gone out and then there are other uh, there's one on the left as well I can't remember they've got uh, Pochitz the the centre. 
uh, who we were interested in potentially mm-hmm. in free agency, but they signed him up. He's yeah. He's been on the injured list as well. Um, so they're struggling with some injuries. I mean, Delpit was on, on the injury report. Um, so, yeah, they've got a few. And, and Garrett as well. You know, we know we know he's having a he's having a lights out season. Thirteen tackles for loss, thirteen sacks in in thirteen games. Um, but he's been struggling with uh, a shoulder injury, so I don't know how that's going with him. But I know that with that, that's it. Jedrick Willis, thanks, Swifty. We knew he'd knew knew the name. He knew he's all over it. Um, oh, but, but, yeah, yeah. If we need the stats, always always uh, we can always rely on Swifty, mate. He knows he's the players and he, he knows the league. Yeah. But um, so yeah, so they they've got a few issues. Uh, obviously, Chubb was a big loss for them. But they're running back their second year guy, um, uh, Jerome Ford. He's leading the team rushing. Uh, yeah. Oh, is he? Oh, there you go, Swifty. There, Gary saying Garrett is healthy. He played almost every snap last week. There you go. So right. that's not not an issue. But you know, it's, 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 you'll have to watch out for him anyway. But yeah, that's that was always a big concern. I just didn't know if that was current. But um, so yeah, mm-hmm. Swifty says he's healthy. Then he is. So. Uh, but yes, yeah, so he's the player to watch out for. Um, with our tackles playing as they are, hopefully they've played well against some pretty stiff opposition this season. Chris Jones of Kansas, you know, obviously um, Gary at, at yeah. the Packers, um, Hatch Hutchinson twice, uh, Daniel Hunter. Yeah. So, I mean, they've, they've had they've had some, some top quality opposition on the tower tackles, and they've they've handled it pretty well. So we'll that will have to happen on uh, on Sunday. Um, but then I think we're looking at this. They, everyone knows they've got the. Um, the number one defense, they but they've got in terms of yardage, they've got number one pass defense, but their Russian defense is eleventh. So that's the weakness in the defense, yeah. and hopefully that will suit our game. So we have to see. They've got to, again got to play play well. Both you know both sides of the ball. We know how good they are. Um, Amari Cooper well, again. We, I don't know if he was injured or not, but he's their number one receiver. He's got approaching seven hundred yards. Yeah. Um, so they're doing good. They're going okay. You know. Um, we we just gonna have to win the turnover battle again, which we've done lately. You know, you know, since week ten, leading the NFL in interceptions with nine, um, and their turnover ratio is, is minus seven, and we're or differential is they're minus seven, we're minus one on the season. So, and it's right. it's, it's changed because of Flacco coming in. It's changed their kind of approach. Um, but offensively, they are really similar to us in terms of all the stats. Their 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 balance on the side on offense is almost identical to mm. ours. Um, so, I mean, I've wrote yeah. some stats down. I showed you my stat sheet earlier. The, we have got offense 324 yeah. yards a game. They've got 326. That's our av- season average. Um, for them, mm-hmm. passing yards is 195 a game. Ours is 186. And for running yards per game, ours is 138 and theirs is 131. So our offenses, the balance of our offenses are so similar. And what may turn it for in our favor is the fact that their run defense is 11th in the league and ours is either number one or number two. So... Yeah. They're going to have to play it, you know, again, we need the, the, this, the three key areas. Again, it's the control of the clock. Like um, uh, Foster mentioned earlier is that you can just gas out the defense. That's something we were struggling with that last season. But if we can control the clock, which we can with a running game, that's if it's going well, we keep the turnovers down. And that was a big improvement for the Detroit game with the penalties. Um, we, I guess that was yeah. Braxton Jones getting a lot of heat and Darnell Wright for their, you know, offside calls, false starts. Um, so they've improved that massively. So, yeah, everything's trending in the right direction, which is when you talk about Getsy and his play calling, this may be an unpopular opinion, but if we win out, how could, you know, can you, I don't know, if we finish nine and eight, imagine finishing nine and eight after that start, because they, they're, they're learning. We talked to this before, and it's the, the risk. Are you right if I sort of run on about this one for a minute? Is that, you know, okay. But um, the risk is that we, yeah, we, if we clear out again, 
then we're, re- we're going backwards. So I've said before, again, mm-hmm. and I think it was on the show I was on with the, uh, the BCP guys, is that we, we've we got, yeah, yeah, Swifty, exactly. If we finish nine and eight, nobody gets fired. And I would I would support that entirely because yeah, that means cool. that people have learned because they've got a new head coach who's learning his job. We've got a new offensive coordinator learning his job. And whilst I said before, I'm not a fan of that, that the opportunity to fire him mm-hmm. would have been six weeks ago when he screwed up those other, you know, some other games mm-hmm. and could have left him on the plane in Minnesota or Detroit. You know, sorry, left him in the city there. <laughs> so we we want we're all Bears fans. What we want is to see them win. So if they win, the coaches are doing the right yeah. job, aren't they? So I, I think you can't you can't then yeah. sack him after a winning season or you know a, a decent season. What if it turns out to be a better mm-hmm. season, like eight and seven or seven and ten? Uh, sorry, eight and nine, seven and ten. Mm-hmm. If he, we've shown who we have made, and this is it. Yeah, shortly we've made major major progress. Um, and again, that's another really mm-hmm. important point that he's made is they've never given up. They are still playing hard for the coaches. Oh, so, yeah. and, and that's why yeah. I, another reason why I don't think you get rid of Fields because they they see they see they they, they will love him. You know, he's, he's a leader on that team. He's got mm-hmm. the work ethic. He's got the you know all the right approaches. I think I love the way he plays. And he's got you know it's like the last season when they the, he was a bit banged up with that shoulder, and it was the the Green Bay game. And the, the press were in, you know, in the in the availability before the game and saying, you know, it's all oh, how's the shoulder? Are you going to be okay? It's like it's, it's Packers week. I'm playing, so you know, and so if we get rid of Fields, you lose half the locker room, I think. So we're building something good. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's, it, things are on the up, and I think you can't sack your offensive coordinator. I mean, bear in mind, as long as he doesn't go backwards again, because we saw some in, massive improvements. Uh, a couple mm-hmm. of times, didn't we? There were some flashes, and you think this is working. It's great, yeah. you know, some really good games. And then the next week, they go back to twenty screen passes, there or you know, running up three, yeah. three straight after the other run up, runs up the middle. But if yeah, if, if he's learning his job right, and if he is, and if he is learning it, and he's getting mm. better, and he's turning it into a winning team, he stays because that's what we want. You know, you can't hold it yeah. against him that yeah. he was rubbish in the start of the season because if he's learned and moved on and got the team better, and we're winning games. Because everything's going in the right direction, and so I would support if yeah. we if we win out, everyone stays for sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I agree with a lot of what you said there, Jason. I mean, regard quick regarding the sort of Cleveland game, I think it's going to be a really finely balanced game. I'm just hoping we can get pressure on on the Flacco because obviously he's not he's not the most mobile guy. I mean, you know, literally they must have, like got him off 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 the settee to play. So if we can get pressure, we can get sort of pressure at the middle and start knocking them about, I think that, that'll, that'll make a big difference in the game. And I think as well, if we can establish that running game, like you mentioned, that their defence is 11th in the NFL, you know, our running, our running offence is one of our strengths. And I just hope Getsy don't get away from the run, because I thought he didn't really run the ball enough on Sunday sometimes. Um, and I think really that, you know, if we, if we start getting that running game going, try and get fields under the centre a bit more so we can have some play-action passes. Uh, which is always back, which annoys me a bit that we always seem to have fields in a shotgun, uh, mm. you know, doing the RPOs and, and all that. And I really like to see him mix it up a bit more with him under the centre, really, uh, because he's really good at play action uh, passes, Justin Fields. He's just good at he's good at the the play action sort of selling it to the defense, and, 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 and you know, and also as well a lot of play action here is sort of going to immediate long throws anyway, which is a part of his strength is his long, you know, his long passing. Um, but regard, regarding the let, let, yeah, regarding the coaching, I mean, I, I mean, I, I was sort of very much get get gets it out. I've had enough. I've seen all <laughs> this, but maybe, maybe I like the I like the angle you've been looking at it from because it could be that the guy's been learning 
you know, the guy, this is like his, you know, I know he, he called players at, at the collegiate level, but this is like his first, off, you know, being the offensive coordinator at, at an NFL level. And I just, I just feel like maybe like everything's just all coming together. Like the head coach is finally getting on top of things. Maybe gets he's finally finding his rhythm, you know, find, finding out what, what does work or not. But it's the consistency we get to always sort of worries me. I mean, I mean, it's like you said, Chase, in one week, like, you know, we'll be playing Washington. The play call was great. It was, it was vertical. Fields were on top form. Field looked like he'd been set free, you know, because you weren't having to worry about doing all these little screen passes. And then back when I saw him against the Minnesota Vikings, the first play, Justin Field gets blindsided. I remember just turning to Dan going, we're not yeah. going to win this game today, are we? Yeah, I remember that. And, that, and the play call was, yeah, the play call was so negative throughout the play, and it never sort of made any sense how we try to build up, you know, one player from the next. It were all sort of a little bit all over, and I think, I think, I, I quite like the idea what I've heard on, um, I don't know if it were um, on Dan's show last night with, uh, with Dan Aguirre, uh, but I wouldn't mind them bringing in like a senior sort of guy for Getsy, like, you know, like a, like a guy who's, who was an offensive coordinator, who could, you know, who could do a bit of scouting like they have been doing with a defensive guy. And, you know, giving, giving Getsy like, uh, like, you know, something to bounce off on, really. Uh, because obviously, Eberflus is a, a defensive coach. So, a defensive coach is usually just want to run the ball and be very safe. But it might just be useful to just have that third party who gets it from Goethe. You know, just another set of eyes because we've all done it. We've all had that in life. You know, when you get sort of a bit tunnel visioned, and you, you know, and sometimes it just needs that voice to go, "Oh yeah, but maybe you should try it this way," or you know, I see it from a different perspective. So I think that maybe might be a, a good thing, but it's just going to be really interesting to see what happens over these next remaining games of the season. If it gets you can keep being consistent and not sort of. Going from one extreme to the other, like he did against uh, Minnesota, where it was like 22 yeah. screen passes. Uh, it was like he'd read a manual about how to deal with uh, the blitz. And he just sort of went, right, well, that's how you do a blitz shot, little short little passes and screen passes. And he did, he went too far with it. So I'm just hoping it's all been a big learning curve. But I mean, there's been points this year where I've been screwed at the TV. And I mean, oh, I was screaming, screaming at him when I was there at Soldier's Field, man. I was just going, you know, I was just going, what, what are you doing? What are you, what's your, what, you know, what's your ethos? What's, what do you want it to be? What sort of team do you want it to be? We're not, we haven't got Aaron Rodgers. So there's no point in having a game plan what Aaron Rodgers would have, you know, would have been happy to do because that, that's Aaron Rodgers' game plan. Justin Fields is not an Aaron Rodgers sort of player anyway. He's a dynamic, no. athletic quarterback. So play to your player's strengths instead of trying to fit around all into a square peg. That's the way around the square peg into a round hole. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> and then, then, yeah, then, then, yeah, then use, you know, use a game plan what's going to work to your abilities. So, um, what, what's your, what's your thoughts about Getsu? And what, not Getsu, sorry, Eberflus. What does Eberflus need to do for you to keep his job for next season? Keep improving, basically. This, this, uh, that's all we want from them, you know, is to keep improving. Um, and stop saying complimentary football. Oh, and did a nice job. Did a really nice yeah. job there. Did a really nice job there. Yeah. Like, all right. They've all got their catchphrases, I guess. And the thing, the, those media sessions must be so yeah. tedious, with our, especially with the Chicago media and the questions they ask. You're like, oh, geez, what, really? You know, so I, I kind of get it. But 
no, in seriousness, just just keep the team moving in this direction because mm. you, you see what we're doing. Uh, hey, Mark, good to see you. Um, and Ravi as well as in the chat. Uh, yeah, Foster's giving the shouts out in the chat. <laughs> but yeah, so I just Foster, think Foster's we need to keep his, uh, his media work. He is. He's the media guy. There he is. He's, Santa. He's doing his media. <laughs> it's probably it's probably like being sort of sending DMs to everybody. Get get him to come on the show. So God bless you, Foster. Fucking Foster. Uh, but yeah, sorry, sorry. Go on, Jason. Thanks, mate. That's yeah. No, yeah. Shout out for Foster rounding people up in the bars and getting them on here. Um, but yeah, so I just, just keep improving. This is what we want to see. Just we, we are now trending up in every every metric. You know, things are going well. We have we, we have got issues to sort because every show me a team that hasn't. You know, um, and for for the Chiefs, obviously, just getting your wide receiver to not stand offside uh, and ruin a trick play, but we won't go there. Um, but uh, we just yeah, we need we just be smart and know we know what we need to fix. We can see it. They must be able to see it. You know, they must, they know what's worked and what hasn't. So just review the tape, which they do. We know they do. That's how you learn. So, um, hey, thanks, Brew Hall. Thanks for that. Digging the show. Congrats. Or what a remainder one I can. No worries, man. We've all got lives. You've probably got some dinner. But, you know, yeah, thanks a lot for joining us. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, just, we've got to just keep moving forward. That's what we want. Like I said, and if they do that, I'm more than happy for all the coaches to remain. But I'd like your idea of getting someone to help. Because that's, again, we, we don't know how much influence it's had on the defence. But since this advisor has come in mm. to help Iberflus call the defensive plays, then maybe that's what he needs. Because, yeah, maybe a mentor. Because, you know, how many times do we have it in work, mm. you know, working lives for us normal people, you know. We just get someone to sort of be there to get guide and help and show us what they've learned over time. and. I would love it if he he became a brilliant offensive coordinator and then went on to be a head coach somewhere and, you know, he, he took off because it means the Bears have succeeded. Mm -hmm. And we know that you can build an organisation mm -hmm. like that because that seems to be the San Francisco way. They just, they generate coaches. Yes. They pull them out their arse, don't they? It's like, they're just madness. They keep, mm -hmm. how many players, how many teams have got coordinators and head coaches that come for the 49ers organisation and they keep getting the comp picks for oh, it as well. Draft picks. So that's, there's nothing wrong with doing that, developing your staff and making it because it makes your team better. So, um, yeah. yeah, so just that's what I want to see. I just want him to keep moving in this direction um, and accountability too. So, we, you know, see, see, there's a couple of times that one thing did irritate me there when he was talking about when the, when things have gone badly wrong, um, he's he's talked about execution. And then that one play, that, that the game on, um, was it the Vikings game where, he was like giddy, wasn't he? He was going, he was like he'd been on something in the press oh, conference. Yeah. And he's, he congratulated himself yeah. on some brilliant play calling. So when it goes badly, he says this execution <laughs> by the players. And when it goes well, it's a brilliant play calling. So I, I, didn't, I didn't like that much. But um, yeah, just, you know, I was, yeah, that's all. I, I'm rambling on. I'll say it again, just improve. Keep going in this direction. Um, yeah. Get on the, on the job with polls about signing on some of these players. Because like they said, there comes a point where you're not, they're not rebuilding or trying to actually maintain this good team so we need to start signing our star players not just you know cashing in and, and letting them go somewhere um so like yeah like jj like tev like foreman um we need to get them signed up and and start building so yeah yeah i bet i, bet, I mean my thoughts regarding even plus is is that if we if we sort of not not even if we if we win out but if we sort of win the next i don't know two to three games of the remaining of the season you think about how we started, which really fucking annoyed me because especially Oof. the first game of the season against Green Bay, they had their whole off-season 
to prepare for that game. And we were so flat Mate. and undisciplined oh. and, and the play was terrible. But, oh. you know, that sort of really bothered me because, you know, the co- the coaches, that, that's your job, mate, is to get yeah. your team prepared, especially the first game of the season. You know, Aaron Rodgers up there, we we're all sort of going, right, is this, is this our time at last? This is it. You know, yeah, exactly. Been for such a long time. And, and it was just sort of, that really worried me about Eva Plus. And also, you know, some of the things that have happened with the coaches being fired, you think, well, what sort of people is he sort of bringing in? And I thought, yeah. especially when we had that losing streak, I thought, you know, all this sort of hits principle was sounding a little bit weak and a little bit sort of, you want to see it on the field because, like you said, Jason, they were, they were giving so many penalties away, you know, in every game, really, important penalties, yeah. which were really hindering our success of the game. And, um, and, I, and uh, I think as well, it was start, I mean, it must be terrible doing them press conferences when you're on such a bad losing streak because... You get, you know, you don't want to put, you don't want to sort of, you know, shoot down your players in public. You want to keep, no. you know, you got to keep that team ethos together. You can't just go, yeah. well, yeah, Justin Fields are terrible this this game, and uh, you know he's lousy. So um, I, I think I think Eberflus is a great defensive coordinator. I think he's highly sort of learning about how to be a head coach, CEO of the club, really. Which is, yeah. you know, it it must be hard to. To do both, you know, it must be so hard to concentrate on being a head coach, but also calling plays. Uh, mm. But a lot, of, you know, a lot, a lot of coaches do do it, offense and defensive side of the ball. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think I think really, you got to sort of think. All right, we had all that all that losing, but maybe. Uh, so I'll start again. I remember when we first got these coaches, and I would, when I was on the on my uh, on the on the Byroom Network on the tailgate show, what I do on Sunday. And you know, we we're all going, oh yeah, this is gonna take some time. Well, it's only it's only season two of the regime. And I know yeah. like sometimes you've got to go through the shit to, to get to the light, you know what I mean? You've got to take the hits and go through the hard times to get to the promised land. And maybe like you said said through the show, Jason, you know, about Getsy, maybe that's that we're in going through the really hard times, you know, finally getting his you know, his head around what it's like to, you know, what what to do as a coordinator, and maybe like, like, like we're all hoping finally this is like all leading up to like a consistent franchise. What's going to win? What's going to compete for the North? And then obviously the playoffs, and then we all want the big boy, the Super Bowl. So I think people have got to. We're living in a world where we all want instant, instant ratification. That's just how it yeah. is these days. And Massively. I think really, you know, we got to, we got to sort of take our own sort of. Uh, advice because I was thinking, well, it's not going to happen in year one, it's probably not going to happen in year two. But, like, but like for me, next year, if we keep fields and we keep this coaching staff and we surround fields with some better players, then that to me, next year is like really, if we don't, if we don't sort of get to the playoffs or we're challenging for the NFC North, then you know, things will have to change because you know, you can't keep the club hostage. So maybe, and you know, can he do this? You know, sometimes, you know, like we did do two years ago, you just got to get rid of everybody and start again. But I, I, I've been really impressed with him plus really. I mean, I mean, imagine the stress in that guy. What what it must have been like over this year with some of the weird things what's happened to the Bears and the results and like you say, the Chicago media and um, 
hats off to the guy, man. You could tell you could tell he's been coaching for his job, especially like how he's how much has improved the defense. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could tell, and it's and it seems to me, and I also like like you said about mentoring. I like people who actually accept help. Do you know what I mean? Like you know, some 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 coaches are so sort of it's my way or nowhere that you know they won't accept any sort of outside influence. And even Fliss is obviously a big enough man to go. Yeah, I could do with a bit of help. I could do with somebody else that's giving me a, a point of view and helping me out. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. If it, if it helps him and it helps the club, then uh, exactly. you know, I'm quite happy with that. So, uh, so yeah, so, um, I, yeah, I mean, I think really it's just going to be really interesting to see how the Bears play his next remaining four games, man. I mean, I, I, you know, it's just like I've got like renewed renewed excitement again. I keep thinking maybe we could be like Detroit was last season where they had mm. a terrible start then they went on that run and it's carried on into this yeah. season. I'm, I'm just so hoping that the Bears can do exactly the same and uh, and then we start to dominate the North and then uh, the monsters of the midway are coming back. Yes, please. Yeah, but uh, yes, it's like Foster mentioned it earlier in the chat. Every week's playoffs now. This is where we're at. This is why it's exciting. This is why it feels like it. We've got two, two on the spin. And now yeah. we're, gonna, we're just going to keep have to go out and win. We know it as this on the season's on the line. And as much as it would be a, a, a total miracle to get to the playoffs, but it's possible. And, that's, and it's, it's like I say, it's like why we love sport because mm-hmm. every now and then one of those yeah. little miracles happens. So, like you say, you said it that Detroit missed out on the last week, last um, last season, didn't they? So we know if you get on a run, and if they keep this going, if we can stay, you know, stay healthy, keep everyone playing the way I keep trending upwards. No one's going to want to want to play us in the, in the playoffs if we were to reach it. And that's, I'm not I'm not assuming this is not don't I'm not getting ahead of this. I know that we could just go and blow up on Sunday and that's it. It's all over. So don't, I'm not expecting it. But what I'm saying is, as a positive kind of sports fan uh, who loves the Bears, I'm just thinking that it would be amazing. And that's because that's why we come back, isn't it? It's why we come back because we want to see it and we know it. Sometimes awesome. it can happen. Totally. It's just that's, yeah. Um, yeah. A couple of kind of respond to a couple of chats then, mate, as well. Just Mark mentioned earlier about not wanting yeah, to set Fields back on another rebuild, and I totally agree with that. His first year, Fields' mm. first year was a write-off. To me, that's you can almost forget that. I, I almost consider him in his second year now because because of who we had as the coach. I'm not letting you play that clip again, Shorty, but we all know who it was. He was the backup to Dalton. He got in halfway through the season when he was injured, and we had no O-line. We had Robinson, who was already out the door as the rece- his number one receiver. He didn't have any talent. No, I'm defense. not even going to get into that. That's I have zero thought. How dare you? So there's no need for that. Come on, Dan. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, and that's and that's the thing is maybe this is what we said. It's this. Um, yeah, Dexter as well. Sorry, Ravi. Ravi. That's a couple of points I wanted to make as well. Ravi has mentioned Dexter. Um, I'm so high on that guy. I love it. Swifty's a big fan of his too. Big Dex. Yeah. That boy's going to be a beast, I think. Yeah. And I'm so pleased he got his first sack this weekend. Which uh, did you note, like on Detroit, yeah. all four the front, the front four, each of them got a sack or at least a half. So they're getting home now. And so with a, a banged up line in Cleveland, a banged up O line in Cleveland, Flacco better have his running shoes on. So um, I want to, yeah, yeah. Just, just get some sacks. God, we're, we're Bears fans. We love sacks, man. Sacks and pancakes, Swifty. So um, yeah, let's just so, right, get in the so trenches, get our people in the trenches and start smashing people. Yeah. So right then, so let's go for predictions then. So oh. what are you, what's your predictions for Sunday? Give me a give me a, a score 
and give me a Bears MVP. Who you think which Bears player is going to have a good game? And uh, I will take it from there. Before we get into the, your prediction, uh, Foster would like to come in and say, have a brief moment with. That was great. Hey guys, awesome show, hey, man. Foster. Thanks, man. What? One second. Hey, Foster. Oh, oh he's going. He's had enough hey, of us already. You're not living in your car again, are you? <laughs> yeah, I am, dude. Hey, Foster. Me out. Hey, I'm house, again. I got nowhere to go. I'm gonna say that you. You living in your car now? Hey, I got the I got my feet up. I'm kicked back. Kick back, uh, drinking some moonshine, man. Oh my God, he is as well. Great, great show, guys. And, and sure, you don't know what he's talking about. What I wanted to, to just throw at you guys was, you know, I, I don't. If we win, if we win this game in Cleveland, then I'll, then I'll put us in the playoffs. So brave, but not right now because there's a lot of things that's got to happen. It's we got to have Tampa oh. Bay beat Green Bay. Uh, yeah, the yeah. Bengals got to win against Minnesota. The Eagles got to beat the Lions. They don't have to, but whatever. Uh, I forgot who they're playing. But the big ones are like uh, Carolina beating the Saints. Yeah, there were some upsets this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Uh, you know, over the last 50 years, anything can happen. I've seen it too many times where you think you're in and you're gone and you think you're not. And then, wow, that we we just lost and we made the playoffs. Exactly. It happens. It happens. Yeah, I agree. You're totally right, Foster. We need a, a lot of pieces to fall into place, and it's not in our hands. But yeah, the one yeah. thing we can, we can control, the one thing we can control is is what we do, and that's all you can. And that's that's you know that's they're professional sports, and they know mm-hmm. that, and they want to go out on a bank on a high, you know, because this is what I love about this season, and this doesn't happen very often, is that we can go, we can win out and make the playoffs, and still have the number one pick in April. So. Oh, it's massive. It's, this is massive off season, and if we can yeah. decide, which t- to my view, if we don't need a quarterback, then we control the draft again, and polls will get us a haul. Or you know, we, I, I'm so excited for this for this off season. Um, so so yeah, well, I've got I'm excited for the weekend first of all, but just one game at a time. Oh yeah, <laughs> at these guys yeah. in the chat. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I, I totally get it, mate. We we have got to we've got to win out to start with. And then yeah. we need other other teams to do us a favor. Yeah. And if that happens, it happens. But do you know what? How happy we'll be if we go to fucking Lambo and smash them guys in the mouth, and then we finish nine and eight. I'd be like be the happiest Bears fan all winter, you know. So, yeah, it was fifty. We need oh, to win yeah. out and yeah. let other, and get help from other teams. So, um, yeah, to go yeah. back to the, the to your point earlier about the beginning of the season, Chris, it's like how quickly did they suck the life out of all that positivity? We were just ready to go, weren't we? We were like, "Yeah, Rogers is gone. We've got this. We've upgraded our team so much. We're going to go there." But the first game of the season, we were like, "That, come on, bring it on!" And then they come into our house, and ugh. and I think Foster talked about all season unprepared. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People aren't doing their jobs. Yeah, you know, spacing. You know, but it, but it's it's progressed. Now it's gotten a little oh, better yeah. here. Fields Fields isn't going Fields isn't going anywhere except in Chicago and he's going up. That's it. You know, they're they're not taking a quarterback, man. He's gonna build the team. He's gonna build the team through the draft. And I think Pauls is too smart for that because he doesn't he doesn't want to start this all again. 
because I think he's right. he's smart Absolutely. enough to know that's, he's smart enough to know that there's two off seasons that he's got now with two number one picks in a row doesn't happen very often. So yeah, mm-hmm. we're in a good place with the cap space we've got as well. We've we've got a lot of money to spend. We yeah. know where the weaknesses are. We've got a great young team that is improving week by week. Um, so yeah, and and our coaching knocks on wood uh, is is also improving. So yeah. Just bring it on on Sunday. I cannot wait. Um, and if we can just keep this rolling, that is just, so, yeah, amazing. What do you got, Chris? Hey, Jason, Come on, bring still, it on. That, Great take, Jason. No, I was just going to ask Jason. I was just going to ask Jason, like, he's still like giving me a scoreline yet. So what's your, what's I'm your so scoreline bad. on Sunday? And who, 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 I, I'm, I'm terrible. So, I always get asked on Sunday, but Sunday morning because I'm terrible at it. I am so bad. I, 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 just, I, can't make, I can't separate this from this. From my my heart to my head, yeah. I can't I can't get them apart. I know what I want to happen, and that will usually my mouth just says it before my brain's gone. Oh, hang on a minute. Uh, but Jason, I, I'm gonna. Wait, I, 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 I got to stop. I got to you right there with from that to this. I'm sitting in the car in the dead of winter. My fucking my my heater's out here, so I got a kind of rig, and I'm in Wisconsin. I'm not even at home. So what kind of sick oh. Bears fan is that? It's from heart to head. <laughs> Shut up, Chris Watts. <clears throat> well, yeah, I saw you on the last year, Foster. I was like a little bit worried that you were just in the car, and I kept thinking, oh, God, things haven't gone that bad that Foster's living in his car now, is there? I kept thinking, I'll have to give him a call and see if, if the old boy's doing all right. But yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I think really it's just going to be so interesting this next month, and I think as well. This is going to be like one of the biggest off seasons for the Bears in a long time. You know, you know, if they keep fields, it'd be so interesting to see what they build build around fields. You know, if 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 it's uh, you know Marvin Harrison Jr. or or you know some more targets for him, it's going to be so exciting. And it, it just feels like we might have just turned that corner. You know what I mean? Like 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 we're saying earlier, Michelle. You know, sometimes you've got to go through pain to get get to the get to the promised land and maybe these last sort of two you know season and a half you know we've, we've gone through the shit but now now we're hopefully we're seeing you know the positive side of of that experience and because every, everything takes a little bit of time especially when it comes to sort of you know football with you know how, how technical it is and, and and how you know how the game is so i mean i, I wasn't you know before before the season i was expected with about maybe eight games nine games which you think about that's like triple the amount of games they won last year so if Pulse can win like you know another two three games you know he could go to uh, not Pulse, sorry even plus he could go to Pulse and go look at i've tripled our results within a year and we've had all these strange things happening as well with the coaches the lost coaches yeah. um and that that's that that's got to stand up well for for, for the front office as well uh because it's like I can remember you you were saying this uh, on Sunday night, Jason, about the continuity. You know, you can't just keep you know chopping starting with coaching staff like every other year because it just doesn't work. Sometimes yeah. you just got to go through the pain, you know, and uh, to, to get get to the promised land. So uh, I'm really excited for this last month, and uh, I've been and this show's just been awesome, mate, Jason. Because we need to wrap it up. So I know uh, I know Dan's got to do the PSF thing, so. It's been an awesome show, man. And uh, Jason, I'm so glad you agreed to do this because, man, <laughs> you know, you know your stuff, man. And it's been 
Honestly, mate, I need to do some homework for next week's show. To keep up <laughs> I didn't get through half, of my, awesome, half of my prep. I didn't get through half of my sheet of prep. <laughs> I spent hours on that. It's yeah. not fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, it was worth it, mate. It was worth it. And, uh, yeah, it's just... It's just you, you guys sure can go off all the Unless you want to end the show, I, I, you don't have to worry about PSF unless you're uh, unless you're ready to go because it, I got about another twenty minutes if you want to get through your stuff. Right. It's up to you guys. Just letting you know, it's not a big deal on I, me. I could even end it, dude. Where's the yeah. ender? Whatever you guys want to do, man. We got Foster sat in a car who can't lend his shot for six hours. So we could definitely we could definitely fucking do another another quarter of an hour, twenty minutes. Yeah, uh, but you think I'm you think I'm suffering here? I don't know if I can He's he's living his best life. Look at him. I'm kicking back, dude. I'm just kicking back listening to you guys. So he's, I'm doing. he's used to the so, North Pole weather, so he's fine so, with a bit of cut yeah, cold weather. Santa Claus is going to make a sign Just uh, Linda, just ramble, guys. I love the accent. Bro, be quiet. That's you, that's you Tom Foster. That's hilarious. Uh, Foster's in the love machine. Uh, sorry, Lynn. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for that one, man. Foster, how come you're in, uh, in enemy's territory? How come you're in uh, Wisconsin? How come, you, how come you're up there? Is it work or family or, or are you just trying to escape something from Chicago? You've been up to There's a warrant out for his arrest in Illinois, probably. I got to be careful what state I roll into. That's kind of why I grew this, really. I thought, how with the Bears playoff beard? <laughs> Playoff beat is, is next, next week. Yeah. yeah. Next, next week, he'll, he'll end up with like a massive long wig on or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll, Chris Witz will be around. Your Irish cousin? <laughs> Chris Witz. I got to tell you. <laughs> oh, my... yeah. Well, how, how, how's he doing? <laughs> he's, I'm, had, I'm... Man, he's, had a rough, he's had a rough five or six months with the Bears. He, he, wanted, he still doesn't even want to talk to anybody yet. Trying to get him out of his room. He just sits there and smoke bombs and has beers delivered. Food occasionally. Terrible. That sounds like that sounds like English Chris. <laughs> Guys, I just wanted to pop in. Uh, I, I'm not going to do this too much uh, unless you want me to, but uh, or whoever's running the show for you guys. Go away, Dad. I just want to tell you guys, great job tonight. I, you guys are awesome. You guys did a great job for your for your first show. I really appreciate you guys. Seriously, keep up the good work if you want to continue doing this. And uh, we love you and appreciate you here at PCP. I'm out. Well, thanks for setting it up, Dan. Thanks for your work in, you know, in running the channel and, and getting it on. And, and to you, Foster, man. Thanks, guys, for having it. And uh, yeah, we're just like you. Got, we're just like you. We're just fans. Fans of the Bears have got a view. We, you know, we're not right or wrong. We just watch the same games. We might think about it differently, but you know, we all just we all just love the Bears and want to see them win, don't we? And uh, we, yeah, we may have a different idea occasionally about how we're gonna how the, the team could do it, but yeah, we'll see. We're for we're all here for the Bears, yeah. aren't we? And, and yeah, for each other. Yeah. 
That's right, Jason. We, end of the day, we all, we, all, we all want the same result. We all want the Bears to win the Super Bowl. We all want the Bears to do well. And 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 the good thing about BCP and, and, and the channel like the Baru Network, which I'm also on, is that it's like you're allowed to have your own opinions. You know, we all we all we all like to look at things in a slightly different way, and that's how you learn in life, I think. And uh, it's all you know, it's such a blessing to to meet people as well, like like yourself, Jason. As soon as, soon as I saw you on, on the first show, you did I thought I'll get I need to speak to Jason, man. He's a, he's a kindred spirit and uh, and you know, the good thing is that you know your football, mate. Do you know what I mean? A lot of people like the idea, but you know it, mate. And, you, and also as well, you played as well, which is really cool, like I did. Yeah. Uh, and you went through the yeah. sort of same sort of same sort of journeys as, as I did regarding your fandom as well. So uh, it's we're all we're all you know we're all Bears fans. You know, would, you know, regardless of where you, where you're from around the world, if you're a Bears fan, you're a Bears fan. And and the, and like hopefully people might see this. In Britain, in Europe, because I'd love to have people like you know from no Britain coming on as a guest, and then and then, and then people, what are you doing, Foster man? All right, you just you just get your thirty-four sorted out. But I, I kept yeah. seeing your right arm do something. I'm a little bit worried. Do you know Don't worry, he's got his pants on. No, it's really cold. It's only going to be about. Chris was finishing a perfect his his finish. Chris. Yeah. I, didn't do, I didn't do anything, Chris. But if you're assuming stuff, I know when to film the stuff and, and who to send it to. And it ain't going to be anybody on this panel. <laughs> I just want to say, I, I love, Chris, I love how you've been, how you've had the pen in your, in your hand the whole time. You've been kind of like, yes. Yeah, so I just want to like, uh, I love you. It's very coach-like. I love it. Keep it up, brother. Uh, you know, I love you. I'm out of here. Sorry. That was my last thing. I'll let you finish your episode. Shut up, Dan will be back. Dan will be back like three well, yeah. more times. I, mean, I, just, I just like to say that, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, the sort of main ethos of the show was obviously to my little prop. Because I feel like sometimes I feel like I need to hold something. I don't know why. You know, you know, like when you're talking, it just, it's just like a comfort blanket thing. It'd have it that or a cigarette or something a bit more foreign. Um, but the yeah, worst thing to have in your life. I mean, the main thing I want to do a show with Jason because I completely enjoyed you being on BCP on, on your first show. And, and you just got me thinking that there's not really any sort of podcast, you know, coming out of Britain for the Bears. There's the Irish podcast guys and, and stuff like that. And I'd really like to get some British people on here, you know, especially guys who got into the Bears at the same time as we did. Even better if it were like people who played a bit of brick ball back in the 80s when it were like at a really high level. But also, also as well, I want to sort of get in contact with their, you know, their podcasts throughout Europe and, and get people on from Germany. So I imagine there'll be loads of Bears fans in Germany because football's massive in Germany, probably bigger there than it is over here. So it'd be great to get people on from Europe, you know, and, make, and get a bit of an international feel and let them, and also give them the platform that we're speaking on an American network rather than just their own little shows where they're actually talking to people like foster and dan and they know that people in america are actually going to see him and hear their voices and their opinions so that was sort of my idea of the, of the show originally and uh to say it's his first show man it's just gone it's gone quick it's been amazing i've enjoyed every minute uh i hope i've let, let you sort of talk enough jason 
you know, I've, you know, I've never done, I've done a bit of hosting a little bit, but not, not just like being the lead host. So, uh, you know, I like to hear what people say and uh, you come out with some absolute, you know, fantastic uh, information today, Jason. And, you know, and, and we also like to see, we always like to see Foster pop up, you know what I mean? And, uh, it, you know, it was quite funny last night or a bit bored. I ended up watching the uh, the video when I first came to America or in Foster's house. And I just couldn't stop laughing. And um, it's so good to see you again, Foster. And and obviously, you know, you're, you're a big part of BCP. So that means you're a big part of our show as well. And I, I hope, Jason, that um, you want to do it again because, you know, I think we've done, I think it's been an awesome show, mate. You've been absolutely awesome. And uh, I think we're going to sneak a victory again against Cleveland. I said I've been right for the last two games. So uh, I think we're going to beat Vic Cleveland. I think it's going to be a tough game. I think I think if we can get pressure on, on Flacco and uh, I knew, you know, and hopefully our offensive line can hold up against their D line, then I think hopefully with the momentum we've got, then hopefully we're going to win. I'm not sure about winning out, but hopefully we're going to win a majority of the, of the last couple of games. So uh, I think what we'll do is we'll wrap the show up now and then we'll, uh, we'll leave this show with a big bear down. But it's been a marvellous experience, and uh, I, hope, I hope Jason you'll do this next week, and uh, and then we can spread the word of his show. And I'll I'll start sort of approaching, um, you know, bears groups on Facebook, and and you know, and, and get and get some guests on from Britain to come on, and uh, and then we'll spread this word of the of the BCP channel, um, and you know, just give people a platform outside of America, you know, you know, to talk to fellow bears fans because. You know, I, I don't, you know, I, I've got mates who know about the NFL, but not really. And it's so great to have the opportunity to talk to people who know what they're on about as well. And, and we're all, we're all, we're all kindred spirits, and we all, we all love our bears. So mm -hmm. what we'll do is after three, we'll finish with a. Hold on, wait, Chris, before you go, on, let let these guys get their final. So what are the other? So wait, quickly, Foster. Sign off on this so these guys can end their show. Say your 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 piece to these guys. We'll let we'll let Jason get his score prediction. Then you guys can do that. How about that? I know. Oh, it's, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. I was just trying to help you out here because Jason didn't get to say his score prediction. So Foster, say your score prediction. Get your ass out here. Let let these guys finish yeah, the show. Do this twice. I get two scores then, man. Okay, you're out here. Yeah, you're out of here. All right, you guys go. <laughs> I'm gonna get out of here too. You can, Jason, you give me your score prediction, and then you guys, we'll let you guys wrap up the show from here. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Uh, and yeah, just thanks Dan again for for sorting us out, us on your channel, getting us on your channel, and um, yeah, we'll maybe start something over in Britain for British Bears fans to just uh, spread the word, just chat amongst ourselves, and you know, maybe not have to stay up all the way through the night because of the the time that your guys' shows are on. So, thanks again for Chris for mentioning it. Uh, yeah, it's been a blast. Um. You obviously know your stuff as well and big passionate Bears fan, the same. Uh, so it's been great to chat. And thanks so much for everyone in the chat for some of your comments. Um, and yes, yeah, it's, it's very kind. Really appreciate it. So thanks for joining us. Uh, my score prediction, again, I am so rubbish at these. Let's go big or go home. I'm going to say 34-24 Bears. Go on, son. I like that, mate. I like that. Yeah, I, yeah it's just been an absolute blast, Jason. And... Uh... I'm so, so it's just so cool to meet a, a fellow Englishman who who knows his football and who's, who's a passionate Bears fan and uh, 
it's just it's just it's just uh i love meeting new people as well so and uh, i always like meeting high quality people the old and people mate so uh you know i hope you come back next week and we can do this again and uh <laughs> hopefully that'll be after uh and uh i'm just picking up your ego mate so when you wake up tomorrow yeah. you can get up and you're like yeah but uh yeah, yeah my prediction is a bears win i reckon it could be i reckon it could be something like 24 to 21 to the bears uh i just can't, hope they can keep the momentum up but it's been an absolute great great experience and yeah definitely going to start spreading the word about the show and uh, i'll work on the uh, getting some uh, people from britain and then around europe to come on as guests and like like you say dan uh, it's hard to watch the podcast live from a very because because of the time difference there everybody's got stuff to do the next morning and especially when shows don't start till two or three o'clock in the morning so you know if we can if we can come on when it's a bit more of a, a manageable time for people to watch live and interact with us and people want to come on as a guest then you know i think i think we could call the mark on it so yeah it's been an absolute blast so i think we'll end the show and we'll end the show on a bear down after three so we'll go one two three bear down bear down <laughs>